Welcome to the Pursuit of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Melissa K. Barham, and I'm an entrepreneur, traveler, thinker, and creative on a mission to help you discover and lean deeper into your purpose. Here, we'll have inspiring conversations about business, self-development, spirituality, mindset and manifestation, and how to live on purpose. My goal with this podcast is to help you connect with the answers already inside of you and expand your vision of who you truly are and who you're meant to be. I'm so grateful you're here, and I can't wait to set off in the Pursuit of Purpose together. Now let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pursuit of Purpose podcast. My name is Melissa Kay and I'm a purpose and business coach helping you to find and discover your purpose and live it out in real life. I can't believe it is October and not only October, but like the end of October. It just seems like the months and the seasons have disappeared and I kind of disappeared too. (laughs) So to start with this episode and coming back to you guys after I... I can't even call it a break anymore, but just this sabbatical from the podcast. One, I missed you. I missed this mic. I miss sitting here with you. And yeah, hi, I'm alive. Um, <laughs> so much has happened and I've gone and done so many things. And, you know, this is not a po- podcast episode to have like an explanation for that, all of that. But I wanted to loop you into really what the heck has been going on for my life, where the heck have I been, why such a gap in the podcast, and yeah, where did this break kind of, kind of stem from, and give really a life update on what the heck has happened up till then, um, or up till now, not then, and definitely wasn't a break that I was intending from the podcast, um, but I think that I just got really busy with living. (laughs) Yeah, and I'll get into all of that, I guess, as we go here. But it's sort of a break that spanned from like, okay, I need a week here because, you know, I'm doing this thing or on this trip or, you know, away from my desk and my mic and all that for a little bit. And then that turned into a month and another month and then just like back-to-back adventures and travel and everything like that, really. So this is going to be a little bit of an unscripted episode where I just wanted to take you guys along for where I've been and what that is all compounded to lead me to next, which I am really, really excited about um, in this kind of like next six months, uh, what is going on in my world. So I guess, when did we last connect? Beginning of the summer, very beginning of July. And that's kind of like where my whole summer just ran away from me in like the best possible way. And from going away, and I'll get into all the the bits and bobs of this, but like from going away and being not at home for multiple weeks on end and then coming back for very few and then leaving again, it's just a break that sort of like spiraled. And what's funny about it is that in thinking about the podcast and, you know, the work that I do with my clients, I never really felt, I never felt bad about it, which I shouldn't and nor should you if you take a break from the work that you love doing. First of all, let's caveat with that saying, but I never felt bad about it really until I was back, um, which was kind of like, well, temporarily I was back mid-August and then I left again, but I never really felt any feelings about it. Um, until I was back and when I realized sort of how much I checked out and I had this whole deliberation, uh, in myself of whether that like the, the difference and balance we have between checking out because 
we're trying to be present and experience something and then checking out because we're running away from something. And I think there are like different versions of that. I don't think, well, I think that that mind could have been like both um, at times, but I definitely think it was more from just being so wanting to be so present in the experiences that I was having um, and just so full on them that, you know, the things that I were, up, were upkeeping on a regular, more like habits-based stuff, including including this. I mean, anything that we're doing regularly, be it a workout routine, a podcast, a journaling practice, whatever, like those habits are something that if you don't have the right environment for them anymore, sometimes they can slip away or they can be really hard to maintain anymore because all of the mechanisms to enable that habit have changed. And I find that that is really hard for me to do when I am traveling. And it's this kind of dichotomy I have and imbalance with my love of experiencing new things and traveling. But that often upsets a lot of the stability that I try and create. I'm someone that doesn't love routine. Um, I like variety to things, but the routine is also what is grounding and helps move towards a goal, right? We need a routine to help us um, and habit to help us move and progressively advance towards a goal. So I don't really feel bad about, um, you know, lack of being online, lack of being like engaged in creating for you guys until I kind of came back and it was this like sort of crushing weight of all of my conditioning of being an achieving person and achieving child and all of that sort of like crashed in on me when I came back and or or in the pro was in the process of come of returning home and going oh my gosh like what have I done all I've done is enjoy myself for five weeks bad bad me like how am I going to pay for that and I hated that train of thought because I just just had one of the best summers with incredible people, incredible memories made. And I would, it's kind of like, um, having a dinner with like really awesome company. And it was like so special, like really kind of magical meal. And then waking up the next day thinking that you have to pay for it. Um, and you got to go to the gym and work out a whole bunch to like work it off air quotes. Right. It's just terrible. Like cause and effect thinking to have. And I remember I was on a phone call with my therapist coming back and just talking about like what happened in the summer, um, what I was up to and like how I'm feeling about it now. And one other thing, I think the comments I made to her was like, I feel bad or like guilty because I wasn't productive. Like I, I didn't work on the things that I was supposed to work on or that like, which I set for myself, right? No one's set for me, but the goals and ambitions of whatever, I wasn't productive. I wasn't productive. I wasn't productive. I was just living, like I was just doing the things I wanted to do. And she said something to me that's like, I'm always going to remember and it's going to stick with me now whenever I'm judging myself in this way for enjoying my life. And it was, Melissa, why isn't living in the present productive? And I did not answer her really actually, because I've never thought of it that way. And I'm, I'm curious for you guys listening, if, um, you feel similar and if you are someone who hand raised suffers from like productivity complex and like that whole thing, I'm sure you're, you'll be with me here, but I really was focused on like being in my present for this whole five week stint in the summer. And I didn't think of it as valuable after I thought about it, I thought about it as self-indulgent, but I didn't think about it as productive for my life. 
and that was really sad actually to to think about um when I was coming back so I've, I've tried to like compartmentalize it and understand one where those feelings were coming from um but to reflect and acknowledge like how much goodness came out of this kind of whole big stint of time that I did step away from um creating and just working on my business and stuff like that and it's, it wasn't like I was in burnout or I needed a great break or anything like that it was just a series of events that layered on top of each other and opportunities that layered on top of each other to create a really incredible summer and even fall as well. Um, I just came back from a trip throughout the whole Southwest and Utah and the States and stuff. And so I'm definitely going to make, I think a podcast about that too, but I'm just, I'm coming off of a lot of highs. Um, one of the biggest things that I realized too this summer in trying to juggle like these different priorities is that I am not a multitasker. I, I have prided myself my whole life on that before. Like, oh, I can do multiple things at once. Like in the kitchen, I can, I can cook and I can talk and all that. But in terms of like, um, being somewhere new or being somewhere that's like energizing or like on a trip or something. And then also being like, oh, but I'm going to work. Yeah. I don't have enough diligence to do that. Like I can't multitask because I end up not liking either, right? If you're, you're, if you go on a trip to Disneyland, but then you're like, oh, I'm going to work the whole time in there. You are not going to enjoy Disneyland and you're also not going to enjoy your work. Like it just, it's not a good combination. And I always tried to like resist accepting that. And I feel like this summer taught me that like, no, that's actually a good thing to accept. And you're going to stop wasting all your time trying to do two things at once where you can just passionately do one at a time. Um, yeah. So that was a big, that was a big aha for me this summer. So my five face summer, like I've coined it a term now because it was honestly comical, like how I was thinking about it, um, and how I had to like plan it all out. Um, so in the summer starting kind of mid July, I had five weeks, actually ironically as well, five weeks that I was going to be back to back to back to back things. And it was all throughout um, British Columbia, Washington, Idaho, Alberta, Vancouver Island, like in that whole Pacific Northwest pocket. And literally was just going from one thing to the other. So I had to, I drove um, from, from Calgary. So I drove through the Rocky Mountains, which is beautiful drive. If you guys have never done it, I'm very used to it by now. Um, Just going back and forth a lot, but I had to pack for um, hiking and backpacking and surfing and a wedding and the Taylor Swift concert and like a lake house. And I just, my brain kind of exploded with having to pack for that trip. Um, but it was, it was a series of events that changed me in so many ways. And it actually changed the whole trajectory of what I was planning. I, if you've listened to past episodes, you will have known and heard me talk about before about my intention and my desire to, be a full-time entrepreneur, doing this work that I love, helping, supporting individuals find their purpose and, you know, create a life where they live it out. And I want to do that from all over the world. And so my plan originally was wanting to go back to Asia, actually, at the end of this year, move back um, to some of the places I really loved and the times I was traveling there. And so I kind of had been like planning forward for that for quite a while. Like, I mean, even still in the summer, I was still thinking about that come the end of the year or coming, come like the new year, February ish timeframe of like doing that. And, um, one thing that really changed was that plan. And, um, 
you know, happenstance and intuition and kind of like just having the universe lead me, um, change that plan and put a whole new one in place, which, um, I'll, I'll let you guys in on, uh, in a little bit, but yeah, kind of, I started this whole five, the five phases of this whole summer journey were, um, one going out to Vancouver to the Squamish area to be with friends and be hiking and stuff like that. And going down to Seattle to visit family and I had tickets to see the Taylor Swift Eras tour down there. So that was a big reason I was going down there. So that's number two. Three, I was in my best friend's wedding on Vancouver Island. So then I had to go to the island and then we had an after party in Tofino and we was surfing um, all of that for a couple of days. So that's stage three. Stage four, back to Whistler, Vancouver area um, for a bunch of different multi-day backpacking trips up through Garibaldi, um, stage four, and then stage five back down through Seattle and then to Idaho for a family trip um, where we had a cabin rented in Coeur d'Alene for a whole week and we were on the lake, so visiting other family there and then finally home. So those are the five phases. And when I say it like that, it just sounds chaotic as hell. Um, and it, it was, <laughs> but, you know, I got to meet new friends. So the first bit going to Squamish, um, had met a friend of a friend this summer, actually way at the beginning of the summer and just, we just really connected, really headed off. And, um, I ended up going out just again, really randomly, like got an invite from him, like, uh, the day before, literally the day before I'm supposed to leave. And I was intending to go to Seattle and I ended up going to see him instead and um went out for a couple of days there went you know cold plunging and sauning and hiking and um really really awesome stuff that challenged me physically challenged my perspective of like the environment and people i wanted to have in my life and just those couple of days alone in squamish were like a big reason of what changed my whole plan so i was around all these amazing people who I never met before, like just friends of friends of this guy. And, um, so friends of friends of friends. And what happened was like, it triggered in me the realization that, um, I had once considered, uh, moving to the Rockies, like here in Alberta before a couple of years ago, and then just didn't, I didn't pursue it anymore. And what was funny was when I was in Squamish, um, it's like, I got this intuitive hit or this voice that's like, okay, this is the environment. These are the type of people, um, you know, people who are interested in like challenging themselves and, um, really just pursuing more. Um, this is the type of environment that you're meant to be around now. Uh, you mean you weren't before, but now you are. And it sort of planted this seed in my head and it festered all summer for the rest of those five weeks and got me to thinking about like, okay, maybe, maybe that is supposed to be my plan right now. Maybe it's not actually going to Asia right now that doesn't feel like the aligned thing anymore even though it did maybe like a couple weeks ago and I have had enough practice with this to be willing to let an event like that kind of come in and not have it blindside me but just think about it right like using my human design as a generator like bringing in a new idea feel it out especially for me feel it out and then respond and so that kind of kick off to my whole big summer adventure was really interesting because I didn't anticipate it. I didn't plan it. I didn't intend to go meet him out there or meet any of his friends or, or to kind of be around an environment of people, but I just loved it and I couldn't get enough and I couldn't stop thinking about it. So left that kind of squamish 
experience going like, huh, that was interesting. Um, and did some hikes that like really pushed me, really pushed what I have ambitions to do like physically. So it just changed me in a lot of ways. And that's crazy how only a couple days can do that. Um, and then I went down to Seattle. So my family lives down there and I had tickets to go see the Eras tour, um, which I'm so excited about. Uh, and I was going with my aunt who's, she's not even like super big Taylor Swift fan, but it was very cute because leading up to the, to the show, like two weeks in advance, she was just like, she had Alexa on and was just playing Taylor Swift like all the time to get ready and learn the songs, which is adorable. Um, this is my, was my, what, fourth time seeing Taylor Swift. The last time I had gone to 1989, um, that world tour, which I love, favorite album. I cannot wait for Taylor's original, which comes out in five days. And, uh, I actually met Taylor on that tour because she used to do this thing, which was called, um, well, it was called Tea Party when she first started it. But like for all of her shows, I think up to Reputation, now she stopped doing it. She used to have this backstage party after the show. And to go to it, you had to get picked by her, like her management team or her mom, essentially, out of the audience to go. So it could be because of how you were dressed, like you were dancing your face off, like whatever. And usually, I mean, in our show, there was only like 20 people that got picked. And so met her during that. And so that was like 2015. It's quite a few years ago. Um, and so it was so fun to be at the show, just like the scale of it. Um, I know the Eras Tour is like a whole cultural phenomenon right now, um, which rep, like, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. But that was so fun. Um, we actually, I had tickets in one of the bowls and crazy story too. We were like outside, me and my aunt taking pictures and these girls approached us and were like, hey, do you have tickets in the whatever, like lower bowl. And I was like, yeah, why? I've been scammed by ticket scalpers or whatever before. So I was like really on my guard, but these are two like 18 year old girls. So I'm like, they don't seem like criminals. So I'll talk to them. Um, and they were like, well, do you want floor tickets instead? And my brain couldn't, my brain just couldn't compute what they were trying to get across. And I was like, I don't get, I don't get it. They're like, well, we went last night to the show in on the floor and we won tickets for tonight as well with Capital One. They're also on the floor, but we kind of want to see it from the bowl instead. And so we swapped tickets. So ended up seeing the show like from the floor, right at the diamond, um, like about like 15 rows back from the point of the diamond. It was wild. Um, super fun. I mean, if you do have tickets, kudos. If you have a chance to go, try. And if not, go see the movie because it's awesome. So was in Seattle that was great. Visited my family and all that. And then I had to head up to the island. So Vancouver Island off the West coast there. Um, you ferry out over to it and I was in my best friend's wedding. So I'd have like all this stuff for being at a wedding as well, which was beautiful and so special. Um, we've been friends since I was 11 and I'm one of my first friends that I met when I moved to Alberta, um, to the Calgary area. And that was awesome. And we did this wonderful after party thing with like all these friends camping out in Tofino, which is like our surf town of, um, of Canada. So did some surfing out there. Lots of fun. Just hanging out with, hanging out with good people around a campfire, right? Like super, super fun. And then I had to head back to the mainland. So back to Vancouver area and up to Whistler. And I had two back to back, like huge backpacking trips, like overnighters, multi-days, really challenging, really pushed me. Um, 
and one with like people I didn't, I've never even met before. Just like, again, friends of my family. Um, so I, I get such a high just from being out in nature and pushing myself to do something that is difficult, especially like backpacking or summiting or anything that you do with like mountaineering. And yeah, these couple of weeks were just like so powerful for that. And just making me expand my thought of what I can do, what I have the ability to do, what comes down to mindset over actual physical stamina and how your mindset really just drives everything. Like so many lessons to be learned from that, from putting yourself through the fire. And one of my mottos for this year was do something every day that challenges you. And that I think is one huge thing that I always love injecting, like physical activity outside in nature and especially in the mountains, because like it will push your brain. Like that muscle in between your two ears is the the biggest thing that it has the most potential for you, but is the biggest thing that you need to exercise as well. And, um, it, it, I had great lessons in that throughout the summer. And then after I was done all of that, um, I had to head back down through Seattle and then over to Idaho and, uh, in the like lake area of like Coeur d'Alene standpoint. And it was so much fun. I got to be there with like my cousins and we had a boat and got to do like wakeboarding, which I have not done since I was 12 and, um, tubing and, you know, waking up in the morning and just the birds tripping and sitting on a dock and journaling. And I really, really, at that point, I knew I was going home soon and the, it was kind of hitting me like, oh my God, all the stuff that I've dropped, um, and not been keeping up with. But I also relished in the fact that I just got to wake up at dawn and journal and just be so disconnected from social media and just anything digital. I didn't post stories for my whole summer, which is crazy to say, because like, I'm a big person of that. Like I like, I, I love, I don't know. I love stories. I love telling a story. And I, I think that they're, it's really fun. And I just realized I was doing so much and I was so present in it with my family or with, you know, these friends or with at my best friend's wedding. Like I never even had the time to consider picking up my phone and putting it out there because I was just like loving being in it so much. And that's pretty crazy for me to say as well, because that doesn't happen for me that often where I can forget that I haven't been connected and I, I'm not consciously acknowledging or acknowledging of the fact that, oh, you've just been present fully. Um, I think that's a really hard thing for us to do sometimes lately. So yeah, I enjoy so much of the summer and meeting new friends and learning new things about myself and what I'm capable of and listening to just the new nudges that kept popping up. But I didn't leave feeling like I had let myself down coming home again and seeing everything I'd put on pause that I didn't keep up. And I realized I was just treating myself like a robot, always on and always spinning the plates. And I didn't allow myself permission to put the plates down, like just to set them on the table for a bit. And I think a lot of us do this and we've been trained to do this, right? To feel a certain sense of guilt for living and enjoying our lives because it made us temporarily say no to something else or some other goal or some other person. So I just had this incredible summer and I came back feeling bad about enjoying it, even though I had grown so much through it. Um, and so when I had that conversation that I mentioned with my therapist saying, why isn't living in the present productive? And why isn't enjoying the moments of your life productive? That hit me really hard. Like, isn't that what it's for? Like for you to enjoy. 
And I think it was the snapback that I needed for her to say that, especially coming into September and fall and this like back at it, back to school mindset, you know, with work, school, everything. And I realized I had learned something really valuable from sitting in this feeling, like this uncomfortable feeling as well. Number one, that we need to enjoy living our lives. Actually, I'll correct that. We need to enjoy enjoying our lives. We can't always be in such a rush to just take off the next experience and run back to the next goal or work or planning. And I can't believe I'm saying that because like I am the person that fully would have been like, yep, that's what, that's what you need to do. That sentence right there that I just said, like, you know, make sure that you're always still moving towards the things that you want to move towards to. Okay. That's important. Sure. If, if you care about those goals, but our job is to relish those moments and memories because that's what we're living for anyways. Like it's not about the next goal. It's not about, it's about the, the memories and enjoyment you get from the process of attaining that and your whole life are all those moments in between. They're not the milestones. It's like everything that has made you to get there. And all of these moments that I experienced in the summer are now part of that story of where I'm going. You know, the work, the goals, they're always going to be there for you to go back to. But that moment won't be. Those memories won't be. Those people won't be. That experience to be present in won't be. So I think what it's taught me is like, whatever you do, that one quote kind of like, whatever you do, do it with all your heart. And it's, I have a new perspective for that now because now I'm thinking of it in the sense of whatever I'm doing, do that thing, that one thing that you're focused on, do that one thing with your whole heart, not do every single thing possible with your whole heart, because that's actually impossible. And that's the multitaskers like, and multi-passionates nightmare of, or downfall, sorry, not nightmare of going, oh, I can do everything at a hundred percent with my whole heart and with my whole passion. No, you can't. You're not eight people. You're one person. You can do one thing like that with your whole passion, your whole heart, your whole effort at a time. You can do multiple and different things like that, but you really can only have capacity for one of those things at a time. And that's a major shift that I've never really, I've heard it, but I've never accepted it and or not like taken it in as I believe it. So that's really going to change for me now going forward into the next, I don't know, next, my next chapter. Second thing is, well, I'm, I guess I just said this. I I had these notes down, but like if you have a goal you really want to focus on, you likely need to give it the focus it deserves, which makes sense, right? But how often do we set out these goals and don't put the plan behind them to be executed? So this could be a big goal or something as simple as learning to bake, right? Like you could have the intention all you want to be a great baker, but if you never take the aligned action first, or you take the first step to show the universe that you're committed to that goal or that idea, it's just going to remain a sort of goal and idea and nothing more. You have to actually go to the store and get all the ingredients and bring them into the kitchen, set aside the time and undistracted time. You can't be simultaneously trying to clean your house and also do all your baking and think that it's going to impregnate into your brain and you're going to be this great baker. Like it's not going to work. We'd be mediocre at best. And I learned that this is what I really need to make and plan out for the next chunk of my time, which is the damn good lesson I needed to learn by now. (laughs) So one of my biggest goals for me has been growing this podcast and also being able to do my coaching work full-time and impacting and helping hundreds of listeners and people within this community. And I can see I hadn't set up the right environment to do that. 
I hadn't really taken the aligned action to do that. I made the goal, but then I didn't put boots on it. I sort of was just like, okay, I'll try a little bit and it'll happen. And then, okay, now I'm going to go distract myself with some fun things to do. And so that has really triggered a refocus for me and uncovered the path forward that I actually need to take. So that leads me to my biggest live update of this podcast today, which is that I'm moving. <laughs> so I'm moving to somewhere I, I've always dreamed of, um, but I really never took the aligned action to pursue it. And it really actually, as I said, started out at the first part of the summer when I was visiting that friend in Squamish and meeting, you know, more and interesting people there that I got this intuitive hit. And it really was like a voice that kind of hit me that it was finally time to try living there. And I, I didn't go crazy or anything. I just followed the nudge and I felt it out, responded, and it ended up working out, which I doubted it would honestly at the beginning, because it's really hard to live in this location. Um, and I move in the next six weeks or no, not next six weeks. I'm living there for the next six months. I move in a week. So, um, I'm going to Canmore, which is, um, if you guys know, Canadian icons and places, Banff, if you know Banff, Canmore is really close to it. So it's like right heart in the Rocky Mountains and get to be close to my best friends who I have out here, who I do all my adventuring and outdoor stuff with. So it's just going to be an amazing, amazing winter. And the plot twist, we're going to add a cherry on top of this Sunday. The plot twist is that I get to have one of my friends. I grew an incredible connection with this year, Ron. Um, have him join me out, out there as well. You will have heard me talk about him in my cabin trip um, a episode or two back, the one where I was talking about building your dream friend community. And I am so stoked to just be immersed in an environment of challenge and adventure um, and new ideas and connection just in the people that are within this community um, out in Canmore because there, a lot of them are similarly minded. And then I also get to spend so much time with my buddy Ron because both of us have, we're very goal oriented and um, obsessed with entrepreneurship and all that good stuff. So it's just going to be the best environment, I think, to be in for, to stoke the fire on, you know, these goals and, and this focus that I'm trying to have. And it's giving me this foundational ground where I can establish two main commitments or habits for the next six months, which is number one, work on this podcast for you guys and growing my business. And then number two, skiing and snowboarding. I am learning how to do touring this year, which is backcountry. Um, and I ski and I snowboard. So we're kind of venturing into a new route and it's going to be an awesome time. And yeah, that's it. That's no crazy trips, no side distractions. Like most of the time, to be honest, I'm on a plane every six weeks or eight weeks at most going somewhere and we're just there's none of that happening we're we're enjoying where we're going to be and I'm actually going to try for once and see what it like see what it is like to feel um I can't speak (laughs) see what it feels like to make a commitment and stick with it and just really go all in on it so you guys will be the first to see and hear how that goes uh but I'm excited for this next chapter and where I get to go next and sitting here and reflecting on all of it and talking it out as much as I could in one time and one frame of mind look at my summer as unproductive which I did before I look at all those experiences and now I look at it and go okay what have they done for me they literally led me to the next step in the next phase I was supposed to move into so let's call this phase six right now, maybe, right? <laughs> the unplanned phase six that was really birthed out of my fi- fi- my five-phase summer. So 
I just want this to be a reminder to you too, that even when you are in the midst of something and you can't see where it's going or the benefit and you question and doubt it every day, I promise that it's for a purpose. And I encourage you to stick with it. Just stick with the process of whatever it is you are doing, even if it feels fruitless or like the wrong thing and that you're going nowhere in the moment because it always leads you to where you're meant to be next, I promise. So that's my update. (laughs) Wow. I mean, there's so much more that I've now gotten up to in September, which was like a whole outdoor backcountry hiking month, which maybe some of you guys don't care about, but spent a lot of the times, a lot of the time in the woods. Um, and I've just come off of, as I said, a 17 day road trip through the U S and Utah and all the national parks there. So, um, you can actually check that out in my stories right now. I'm posting like my, my later Ram updates of, of what that was, but, um, I actually have this new idea to start like a mini side, air quotes, like travel guide podcast, like Mel's travel guide, Croatia, Mel's travel guide, South of France, blah, 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 blah. You know, just like little episodes that are really niche and specific to a certain location or trip I've gone on that you can kind of use as a resource to plan or when you're somewhere. Um, Since so many of you and like friends of mine have asked me for them at one point or another. So I'm kind of thinking about doing that one for this trip, this, this road trip one. Um, let me know in the poll. I'm going to post a poll here for this episode. Let me know in the poll if you'd like a series of mini podcast episodes like that sprinkled in of travel nuggets of all around the world, kind of in the same way that you'd read a blog about somewhere, but now you can just listen to an episode on it. I don't know if that would vibe with you. Um, if you'd like that, or if you care, uh, respond to the poll. That would really help. Uh, cause I have tons of locations I could do them for if you guys wanted to. And I'm thinking about that as something else fun to offer. Anyway, that is all for this unstructured and pretty raw ep from me. I have such fun episodes in the backlog coming up now that I'm back. We've got guest podcasts. um, We've got entrepreneurs. We've got Grammy award winners. I have an episode about Taylor Swift. Um, I promise it has a point. If you're not a Swifty, I will convert you because it's about business. Um, But I wanted to kick things back with in this episode with what the hell has Mel been up to and where the heck she's been in an explanation of it. So there you are. And I can't wait to be back with Mike and with you guys in this community and with doing what I love the most in the world, which is helping you discover and create a life you truly love living in your purpose. So that's all I got for you guys today. Longer than I intended, but isn't that always the case with us? Get, get used to it. I will see you guys in the next episode. And as always, thank you for being you. Thank you for being here and with me and always coming back and tuning in. All right. Love you so much. Bye.